Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Because I'm just a nobody. Trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. Moses had stage fright. And David brought a rock to a sword fight. You Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern again, flying solo this week. Uh, Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church is chomping at the bit to get back in studio, and I look forward to having him back in. He would love this show because he fancies himself as a basketball guy. He coached some basketball, in fact, and uh, he thinks he's always open. And if you ever play three on three with Pastor Ken. Don't pass him the ball. You're never, ever getting it back. So today's show, and as you know, sometimes it's hard to find guests. And so I, I want to thank um, the Coach Knipple over at Wisconsin Lutheran College for introducing me to our two guests. The first two segments, she is a Sam Leesman, and she is a sophomore at Wisconsin Lutheran um, College. She played at, uh, tell me where you played high school. Uh, Fall River. Fall River. Yeah, we, we talked a lot about that. I did a segment on their girls' volleyball team at Fall River when I was doing the show with my brother John around the corner. And I can tell you that Sam, looking at her stats, and I, and I looked up some of the stats from her last year as well, where she was the Conference North Freshman of the Year in their conference. She was a big-time high school basketball player and is now doing really, really well at Wisconsin Lutheran College. Hey, Sam, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. Yeah, no problem. I'm actually really excited to be here. Hey, Sam, let's talk a little bit about, about growing up. And, and were you a multi-sport athlete at Fall River? Yes, I played um, basically every sport that Fall River offered. Really? And so when at how many letters did you win? Um, for... I played three sports in high school, and I think I lettered all four years. Man, good for you. That's that's awesome. Hey, growing up in Fall River, um, girls' athletics, uh, pretty important to that community? Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, athletics in general is just really important to our community because everyone kind of just comes supports the girls and the men's teams. And also we like to give updates on like a Facebook page that we have. So it's really, Farber's really community oriented when it comes to sports. Did, did you know growing up that, that you couldn't wait to get to the high school and, and as a, as, as a, um, as somebody going through the youth groups there, would you go to the high school games and just kind of go home and close your eyes and dream about playing at, at, at the varsity level? Oh, yeah, definitely. I was a huge fangirl of the varsity basketball team as a kid. Um, I actually was the team manager for, like, five years, I think. So I would come to the practices and 
watch the games and just kind of look at the older girls ahead of me and just kind of really hope that I was as good as them one day. Wow. WBCA first team All-State and a player of the year her senior year in a Trailways West Conference, three-time first team always uh, West Conference. Yeah, just a, a an incredible high school career. Sam, how did you choose Wisconsin Lutheran College? So I chose Wisconsin Lutheran College. Um, I was actually really late to commit, and it was during quarantine. And I one day I kind of just sat, I was sitting in my living room, and I realized that WLC just has a great community. Um, I really enjoyed how they valued um, faith and. I just really love their team atmosphere. Well, I can tell you that um, texting back and forth with your basketball coach, uh, he's a big fan. He's a big fan of both our guests today. He said, look, these are uh, these are sophomores that will lead us uh, for the next few years, and we're in really good hands. And we talked a little bit uh, about your game, and, and he said, look, if there's, a, if there's a rebound to be had, she's going to go get it. And she doesn't mind getting on the floor. She's tough, and she, I'm just happy she's playing for us. And that's pretty cool. Hey, Sam, when um, at high at, when you were at the high school level, um, that's a public school that you went to, correct? Yep. Um, pretty easy for you to be able to share your faith and 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 walk worthy and and tell people who you were um, in that community. Actually, Mike, I was not as open about my faith um, in the high school, believe it or not. <laughs> hey, Sam, I, do you know what? that I, I'm telling you, on Faith in the Zone, I hear that a lot. And you know what? It's it's kind of like all of a sudden then when, when you start to get a little bit older and, 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 and surround yourself with, with other Christians that, that are open to it, it makes it a little easier, Yes. It does. And um, in uh, my public school, um, being open about your faith, like I, it's not really that I had to hide it, but I couldn't have open conversations about God. Um, I couldn't really pray. Um, I, yeah, I just didn't really have a lot of friends that really um, enjoyed the word of God as much as I did. So I struggled a lot with my faith in high school. And let's, uh, because we're going to have two guests on today, we normally wait for segment two to ask our guests to share their testimony. Um, but, but let's have that conversation, Sam, uh, about when when you feel like, um, you know, you you turned over and uh, to, to Jesus Christ and said, look, I'm, I am now a follower and I'm a believer and this is who I am. Yeah, so like I said, I kind of was always... Um... I was always a follower of Christ um, since I was born. Obviously, I was baptized in our Lutheran church in town. My family always went to church. Um, I was confirmed in my faith. And I just realized that I was following God, but I wasn't actually doing any—I wasn't being open about it. I wasn't—I just felt like I was doing it because my parents told me to, and that was the right thing to do. And I came to Wisconsin Lutheran College, and I actually met my now roommate, Allie Goff. Um, she opened my world to a bunch of different Christian music, Christian songs, and I just really got into it. I loved all the songs that she sent me, and I really started kind of wondering. I'm like, oh, well, who am I now? I had to kind of figure out if I um, really wanted to follow Christ. And it was kind of like a, a, not really a midlife crisis, but something kind of like that. Sure. And so then I, um, I started listening to music and I listened to a bunch of podcasts and I actually had a coming to faith kind of this year when I realized that, um, I would pray at night and in the morning and stuff. And I realized that I wasn't really thanking God for everything that he's done for me, more just asking for things. Like I'd pray and I'd want something. And um, I think I really came to faith this year, knowing that, you know, praying isn't all just about asking God for things. It's about thanking him for the things that he's given us. Amen. And I really just, um, I go to an athlete Bible study on Monday nights, which is actually led by two awesome uh, students here at WLC. So now I'm just really open about my faith, and I don't feel like I have to hide it at all now. So it's just a great feeling. Sam, how, yeah, how freeing is that? 
I mean, it's got to just be like like bricks off your shoulders. It really is. It's awesome to know that I can talk about um, everything that's happened to me and about God freely without having um, any cast of judgment or anything like that. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And for look, I envy you, Sam. I envy you, first of all, because you could rebound really well, and I never could. But I, I envy that you're so young and you have figured it out. And I, I first of all, I, I don't know your roommate, but I want to thank Allie because that good for her for sending you music and, and staying, you know, with it and saying, hey, listen, listen to this or, or check this out. Um, I, I love that. And and for Wisconsin Lutheran College, for for that that space, you know, a lot of people that I'll talk to on this show, they'll say, look, I, I was pretty strong. I thought I was pretty strong in my faith. Then I went away to college and now I'm free, right? I'm free from my parents kind of asking me what I'm doing, where I'm going. And I really went off the rails for a while. And then I came back. But your 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 testimony is a little different. Like, hey, look, I went to college and I'm on the campus at Wisconsin Lutheran. And now I'm free. Now I'm able to talk about this part of my life without worrying about, look, am I going to offend anybody? Or is anybody going to make fun of me? This is how the this is how I am. And to be able to find like-minded people has just got to be really something special for you. It really is. And um, even with our team, I love how um, we pray before games. And I like in high school, I always had to pray privately, kind of like hidden in a corner because I didn't want anyone to really cast any judgments on me. And I just really love how, um, well, Allie's actually my roommate and my teammate. So I just love how everyone is just so um, faith-based. It's just really, you're right, it's truly freeing. Did you know Allie before you guys became roommates? Yeah, um, she was my teammate last year. We got really close, um, kind of like, halfway through uh, first semester and then just decided this year that you guys room together that's awesome yes well good you know what um good for her and i want to thank her again for for being willing because it's sometimes it's difficult i had um a Div- division three college basketball coach on sam from from indiana uh, mike lightfoot in fact the winningest division three college basketball coach in the history of uh division three basketball and and asked him if he was um, comfortable sharing his faith in the locker room, outside the locker room. And he said, Mike, I was really, really comfortable inside the locker room. But as soon as I walked out, really struggled. And I bought a book called I'm Not a Fan. And I spent an extra $3 for the rubber bracelet that said I'm not a fan. And after reading the book, I had the bracelet on, and I was in the um, in a grocery store, in the produce department. And a lady standing next to me said, uh, hey, who aren't you a fan of? And he said, I'm not a fan of Jesus Christ. And the woman said, excuse me? And he said, I'm not a fan because fans sit on the sidelines. I'm a follower. Can I tell you about it? And he said, Mike, that $3 bracelet has opened up more doors than you can ever imagine. And it just, I, I, I went out and got the book and went through the book a little bit. And it's a really interesting read, Sam. And it talks about, you know, are you going to sit on the sidelines and and say, look, oh, I I I'm a fan of Jesus Christ. Or are you going to follow him? And it's just as uh, it it turned this man's life around as far as being able to share his faith. We're going to get to a break. We're going to continue our conversation as we talk about not only Sam and her journey, but Wisconsin Lutheran women's basketball. They're on fire right now. Be careful if you if you if you're a big fan of college basketball. This team is uh, is playing really really well. And uh, I think that's going to continue. We'll find out what Sam thinks on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Because I'm just a nobody trying to tell all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world. 
Nobody but Jesus. When Moses had stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. Oh, welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we are talking Wisconsin Lutheran women's basketball team. We've got two players on. And again, I want to thank uh, Coach Knipple. Um, Sam Leesman, who is, she is, I'll tell you what, a sophomore playing a lot. I, I looked at the box score from the game they had the other night, like 33 minutes. She played and, and uh, led the team in rebounds, scored in double digits. They beat a really good Benedictine team, by the way. Hey, Sam, when, when you go back to Fall River and, you know, you head home for the holidays and you may hang out or call some of your former high school teammates and, and friends, uh, is it different for you now to be able to talk about your faith? Um, I thought it would be, Mike. But now after kind of realizing um, what we talked about with my um, faith testimony, all the things that I used to be afraid of, people calling me uh, different names for following Jesus and stuff, um, now those things really don't matter to me. If I'm talking about my faith, I've told, um, we've had conversations, and um, now I just kind of brush those things off because I know that in the end I'll be saved. Man, good for you. You know, in the book of Ephesians, it says every day we need to put the full body of armor on. And you, part of that is to be able to to take people's comments back. Oh, are you a Bible thumper? Is that what you are now? You know, that kind of stuff. And my favorite is because, Sam, you, and again, I envy you because you figured this out at a very young age. I didn't, and I made a lot of mistakes. And so there were, there were guys that I would play softball with, and we'd head out to the bar and do all this. And I see them now, and they're like, man— do are you really doing a faith-based show? I go, I, I am. Well, I remember when you used to do this, 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 and this. And I go, yeah, I remember that too. I'm embarrassed by it. I'm embarrassed by it for sure. So you know what? When you go back to Fall River, stand up proudly and say, look, this is uh, this is who I am now. And um, I am I am proud to be able to tell you if you want to know more about it, let's have that conversation. Hey, how um how is your family and, 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 and your parents? I bet they're quite pleased with, with where you are right now in your faith walk. Oh, definitely. I mean, my parents are obviously my biggest supporters. Um, I just kind of want to thank them for kind of helping me out early stages in life, trying to figure out, um, like, if I want to follow Christ and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, they're just my biggest supporters um, faith-wise and, and then obviously basketball-wise. Hey, who who do you hear more in the stands, your mom or dad? Oh goodness, my mom. <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, Sam, you didn't even hesitate on that question. Oh no, I told I told my mom, especially last year because I was a freshman on the team. I didn't want people to think that you know my mom was some crazy lady. So I told them, I'm like, mom, you have to, you can't yell, you can't <laughs> yell at the refs, you can't like do stuff like this, and it's it's it stopped her a little bit but then she kind of just went full mom and obviously is cheering loud for me and yeah my dad cheers loud but not as loud as my mom so sam i your mom and dad's uh first names um my dad's name is eugene and my mom's name is mary so eugene and mary i i and i'm fairly certain you're you're probably listening to this show and you've got to be awfully proud of you know, this young lady that that just is willing to come on a secular sports station and say, this is who I am. This is it. And and look, I'm, I'm, I'm growing and I'm learning. When I go to these athlete Bible studies, they're great. And I'm learning all this stuff. You guys did a great job. Um, when, when I coached my son in high school, Sam, and then he went to Maranatha Baptist Bible College and he walked on campus as a freshman, they handed him the ball and he was their starting point guard for four years. And back when he played, they were in Wisconsin Lutheran's conference. And my wife, um, two minutes ago in warm-up, she'd say, okay, well, one of us has to move because you don't cheer correctly. Well, I'm a basketball coach, and my son, if the gym was packed, Sam, it, it would be packed. I'd be at the top bleacher. I'd be way up there. And at the end of the game, he'd be, you know, he'd come out of the locker room. He'd go, are you ever going to knock down a shot tonight? I go, what? He goes, I heard that. I go, you did not. He goes, Dad, I can't hear my coach. 
and he's on the sidelines, but I'm so in tune to your voice. I hear everything you say up there. And I'm like, well, I better be careful then. He goes, yeah, man, you're ripping me about defense. and it's like, You're not coaching me anymore, Dad. So I, I love the fact that Mary would uh, would get after it a little bit. And I bet I bet at that gym at Fall River you could hear her because, I've again, I've been in that gym. Oh, yeah. I mean, that gym is the acoustics in there. I can always hear my mom. And it's just <laughs> it's amazing. It's very uplifting. Um, she's obviously my biggest supporter. And um, yeah, I'm just oh, my goodness. If you could hear in the stands, it's kind of funny. And it's um, a lot of my teammates say they can hear her too. So I love that. It's a good thing. I, you know what? I'm going to come to a game and I'm just going to try to pick her out. That's what I'm going to do. And I'll, about halftime, I'll say, excuse me, are you Mary? Because I know you. I think that would be awesome. Hey, um, when you when you played varsity basketball as a freshman, you know, you were 13, maybe 14 years old, and everything was really, all the girls were bigger, stronger, faster, could jump higher. And it had to be, it took a little bit for everything to slow down for you. That that Did that happen as a freshman in college? Um, yeah, there were a lot of girls that were bigger than me, stronger than me, definitely faster than me. Um, the biggest thing about, um, obviously going right from varsity high school to college level was, um, the shot clock. I was so confused by that. And so it kind of speeds the game up, but at the same time, you have to be able to slow down and run your plays and your sets correctly. So it was a struggle at first, but I think I'm finally getting the hang of it. Yeah. Did you like play with a shot clock? Honestly, I love playing with a shot clock. It really just keeps the game going, keeps the game moving. Um, I think it's just so much more fun to watch as well. Yeah, I, I do too. And, and it took my son a little bit of time as well. When, when he got to that level, he was a point guard, so his eyes were looking at that a lot, making sure that they would, you know, get into something and get a good look. And if there's eight seconds to go and he's got his hands on the ball, now what do I do, right? And and it's, I said, Matthew, it's the same. Get into a gap and kick it, right? Draw two and kick. Get to the basket and lay it in. It's the same stuff. You just have to do it a little bit quicker, and you got to be, as a point guard, you got to make sure that you understand how much time is left and how much stuff you can get done in eight seconds, or six seconds, things like that. Hey, what was it like um, playing for Coach uh, Doolittle at, at Fall River? Oh, um, Coach Doolittle was always kind of um, – I always kind of looked up to him because he had such successful successful programs and stuff. Um, I really enjoyed how he kind of really saw me as a leader right away, and I could um, kind of make decisions for myself um, – he trusted me with the ball as a freshman and on basically. So, yeah. That's awesome. Hey, Sam, do you have brothers and sisters? I do. I have two older brothers. And what are their One, names? Um, their names are uh, J.D. and Matt. J.D. actually went to Wisconsin Lutheran. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of also the reason why I kind of wanted to come to WLC as well. So you have to be tough to want to rebound, right? I, I think rebound is all like heart, right? But physically you have to be tough. Did J.D. and Matt toughen you up a little bit? Yes, and if you ask my mom, that is the reason why I am a tough basketball player in her words. I think Mary's right. I, I you got to give look. You may have they may have made you cry when you were little, but you got to thank JD and Matt for 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 doing that. Hey, t- really quickly, the the athlete Bible study that you guys do is that a weekly uh, meeting? Yep, it's um every Monday. And and can you talk just a little bit? I don't need details, but is it a different verse? And you talk about the verse, or is it? Is it more talking about what's going on in people's lives? T- tell me a little bit about the athlete Bible study you do at, Was- at Wisconsin Lutheran College. Yeah, so we basically just kind of pick different topics. So I think our last topic was like fruits of the spirit. So we went through like um, each kind of segment and we talked about it one day. Um, we had a bunch of, uh, we had two speakers. We had the, fo- the football coach and then we had President Johnson also. Oh, but two, and talk about the by, by the way, two of my favorite people in the world. Do you know that? I'm a huge fan yeah. of both of them. 
Yeah, I know them both oh. fairly. I know I know you the president pretty well. Um, I, I'm the sideline reporter for the high school football game of the week, and Wisconsin Lutheran used to sponsor it, so I'd interview him. And I've had your football coach has been a guest here on Faith in the Zone and then a guest on my high school football show a number of times. And um, big fan of both of those guys for sure. Hey, Sam, really quickly, we've got about two minutes left in the segment. Um, if you, every uniform you ever put on, a multi-sport athlete, it started at a young age, all the way through now at Wisconsin Lutheran College, every uniform you ever put on, if I put them in a closet and said, look, you can pick out one uniform and play one more game with that team, what uniform do you pick and who do you play against? Oh, wow. This is kind of hard. Um, I would probably pick freshman year basketball jersey, and it would be against Milwaukee Academy of Science. It was our uh, sectional final game, so basically the game right before you go to state. And we lost, I think, by two points. And it was such a tough game back and forth the whole time. We had um, one of the top players in the state playing. uh, We were playing against her. And, oh, wow, it was just such a fun game. The crowd was insane. Um, yeah, I think I'd definitely go back to that game. Wow. we, um, You know, it's interesting. My son played at Calvary Baptist. Um, they used to, in the, in the journal Sentinel, put in, you know, who was the number one offense, you know, the first 10 offensive um, average team and then defense. And Science Academy was number one in offense, and Calvary Baptist was number one in defense because we didn't really play um, a great competition. And I called their coach, Agape Key, on the boys' side, and I said, hey, something's got to give. You want to play? He goes, yeah. You want to come by us? I go, sure. So we went there. Sam, They were. we would play quarters back then. They didn't call a foul till the middle of the third quarter, not one foul. And they were and they were dunking on us, and we were you know hitting some threes. It went back and forth, and we had seven players on our team, and we had a freshman who pretended he got hurt in warmups, like he got scared, he was afraid, and so we only had six and went to overtime, and we ended up beating it by three in overtime, and it was such a fun game. I mean, it was packed in their gym, and it, it just was really good. And at the end, Agape Key, their coach, said, hey, we need to redo this. I said, nope, never playing you again, pal. And we laughed about it. And, yeah, so I know exactly the kind of intensity that you guys played against in that regional or sectional final. Yeah, it was honestly just crazy. And like we said, um, I could hear my mom out in the stand. So that's why I thought it was really funny when you mentioned that. You tell Mary I'm going to come and I'm going to introduce myself. Eugene and Mary, you guys did great. Sam, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you and your family. I really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to be talking to your teammate, Caitlin, on the other side of the break. Any uh, words of wisdom? You want me to tell Caitlin that she doesn't pass you the ball enough or anything like that? Oh, no. Caitlin's a great teammate. And I'm, um, I'm so happy that you took the time um, out of your schedule to interview us, and um, God's blessings on your Christmas Eve. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. We're going to get to a break. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. When Moses had stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Well, I'll tell you, Sam was good. I don't know if I'd want to follow her. I'll tell you that. But we are now joined, and she said, Mike, don't talk any smack to my friend Caitlin. So I won't do that. Our next guest from Wisconsin Lutheran College, and she, again, is on the women's basketball team, the undefeated women's basketball team. They're awfully good. Um, she is Caitlin Shadowski. How was that with the last name? 
Pretty good. It's Shadusky. Not Shidusky. exactly how it looks, but Shidusky. yeah, close enough. That's all right. I've got it. Shadusky. Hey, um, Caitlin, the first couple of segments, I thanked um, uh, Coach Knipple for introducing us, but I, I have to th- uh, throw a shout out to Clint Knipple, and he's the one who sent me an email and said, Mike, do you, do you have, uh, would you have any interest in guests for Faith in the Zone? I said, I, I do. I would, because that's the toughest part uh, about doing this show is, is finding people that are willing to come on a secular sports station and talk about their faith and 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 also share their testimony. And Caitlin, I'm I'm so impressed with two young people like you and Sam that are like, yeah, let's go. I I'm ready to go whenever you are. And thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Um, Caitlin, you grew up in in the Lake Mills area, correct? Yep, yep. About like a little bit south of there in Janesville, and then I went to high school in Lake Mills. So you went to Lakeside Lutheran. Correct. Yeah, we had a little conversation about that. Tell Brevin that I'm sorry <laughs> if I, you know, if I had anything to do with ending his high school basketball career. I apologize for that. Okay. I think he's over it now. He's playing football here, so he's done with that. <laughs> well, I'm a big fan of the football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran. He's a former Faith in His Own guest. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, good, really good guy. Hey, let's talk a little bit. You were a big-time um, athlete at, at the high school level. Uh, how did you choose Wisconsin Lutheran? Yeah, um, I definitely was looking uh, more towards, like, the D3 level. Um, I wanted to pick the school first and then kind of play basketball. Um, I toured a few schools, but I always say, uh, when I went to WLC, I kind of just looked at my mom and said, yeah, like, I don't think I can picture myself anywhere else. I love um, the Christian attitude. I love um, the coach right away and watching them play and how much success they had. Uh, it was a pretty easy decision, honestly. Oh, that's awesome. And it's fairly close, right? You can get home in, yeah. in a half hour, 40 minutes, something like that. Um, I, and, yep. and it's good. I'm sure that your family um, comes in to watch you play. Mm-hmm. All the time, yep. Hey, I had asked Sam, I, I said, Sam, um, when your mom, when Eugene and Mary, your mom and dad come to the games, who can you hear more? She said, oh, my God, my mom. <laughs> there, There's no doubt. My mom. And so if if your family is at the game, who can you hear the most from the crowd? Oh, my dad, 100%. From <laughs> when I was in fourth grade all the way till now, definitely my dad. What is your What's your mom and dad's names? Um, my dad's name is Fred, and then my mom is Deb. Fred and Deb, and and there's no doubt. Do you know? And I told Sam this that uh, my wife would never sit next to me during our son's games when he played D- yep. Division three college because she said I didn't cheer correctly. I don't know what that means, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm a basketball She's coach. Been close. Yeah, she said you have to move now. Two minutes to go in warm She always said you have to go. Um, I'm sure that Fred and Deb are extremely proud of you right now. Yes, they are super supportive um, in everything I do. So, yes, very, very. Hey, um, so normally we'll wait till the second segment um, to ask uh, our guests for their testimony, but we're only doing two today. So I'm going to ask you in this first segment if you'd be willing to, to share your testimony on and your walk with, with, uh, with God and where that kind of began. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as like you said, like I went to Lakeside Lutheran, um, I went through Christian grade school too. So, um, I've been in the faith, like as long as I can remember. Um, so that's been really nice having people surrounding me with that. Um, but like I said, it wasn't really until freshman year, um, that I got here and, um, I tore my ACL sadly in our first scrimmage, uh, against another team. And again, I think that was just more the wake up call. Um, to realize that, like, that needed to be my main priority um, instead of defining myself as an athlete um, my entire life and kind of just realizing that uh, God has so much in store for me besides just sports, um, and he does so much more for me besides that, too. Um, so I think that's really when I just started um, to put him first, realize everything that he does for me, and I look at life in a totally different light because of that. Caitlin, um, do you know how unusual um, that is? And, and in this way, you, you are a freshman away from home for the first time, right, on, on campus. And mm-hmm. what you're coming in your mind coming to go to school for is to play basketball. And and obviously you're a great student as I you were salutatorian in high school and um, academic All-America, all, all of this. 
So you're going to come and be a student athlete. Now the athlete part is taken away. And look, as a former basketball coach and a guy much older than you, I hear a lot of horror stories of of athletes that go the other direction. They blame God. They they start drinking. They start drugging. They do a lot of things because now they're away from home. And it's very encouraging to me that you turned the other way. You turned towards God when that happened. Yes. Yep. I think, honestly, that was part of the whole purpose when you say that everything um, happens for a reason. I think that was definitely one of his plans. And um, honestly, again, it's worked for the best for me. You know, it's interesting. When I talked to Sam, she said, look, I um, – when I when where I went to high school in Fall at Fall River, and I was and I grew up in that community, I was always like very um, kind of shy about that part of my life, my faith side of my life, and I would pray by myself and I wouldn't talk too much about it. And then I got on campus at Wisconsin Lutheran, and I I surrounded myself with with people that believed the way I believe, and and all of a sudden it was so freeing to be able to to be open into that part of my life. And I know that, that you, you had gone through Christian schools, but did you find when you got to campus that to find other people that you did not know that are from all over the country that now are willing to open up about their faith, that that was freeing for you as well? Yes, I definitely agree. Um, Like I said, like, again, I was always going to church, always doing all these things. But again, like, was I necessarily doing them for me? Was it just kind of a thing that we did as a family? And I think when you get to college, like I realized everything is my choice now. Like if I want to go to chapel, if I want to go to church, um, it's on me. And I think, like you said, too, just with being around people that make those same decisions, um, it just even makes it stronger. Um, and really, again, my faith has just grown since I've been here. That's so encouraging. And I envy you, Kaylee, because I didn't figure it out. Um, until I was much, much older. And, you know, shame on me for that. I, I just didn't. But And if, if, if the Lord's willing to accept guys like me into his family, I don't know what anybody's waiting for, Caitlin. I don't. Hey, one of the things Sam talked about, and I know that, um, that your boyfriend's involved in this, the athlete Bible study that you guys <laughs> do once a week at Wisconsin Lutheran, she said that's such an encouragement to her. Can you talk a little bit about that and what that does for you? Yes, absolutely. Um, When Brevin first came to me and said that was something that he was going to do, um, man, I was like, that is so awesome because there's so many athletes here um, that do come here just for sports, and I think it's such a good opportunity that we have to witness to them and to bring them to faith. But I think the coolest thing about it is, like I said, just run by um, student athletes so they understand exactly like what I'm going through, what she's going through. Uh, makes it more meaningful, and then always applying it to sports, too, since, again, that is a huge part of our life. Um, so, again, it's just been another opportunity, um, again, to just strengthen our faith. Hey, Caitlin, so you have my cell number now, and I know that Sam had said sometimes, um, Brevin, they bring in guest speakers, and have him call me if he's ever looking for somebody. Yeah. And, and um, because of what I do, and, and being a former coach in this Faith in the Zone show, my testimony is, is not pretty. And uh, I'm embarrassed every time I have to, to give it, but I think whenever I'm asked to give it, I do, because if there's somebody out there that's struggling with the same stuff that I struggle with, um, I, I need to be open enough to be able to tell them that. And so you let him know. Um, I live about 10 minutes from campus, and uh, I could uh, I would certainly be willing to do that and, and be able to, to share with some of the stuff that, you know, if, I, if he's ever looked for an old grandfather of almost five grandsons, by the way, Caitlin, I'm, that's where I'm at, but I certainly would, would be willing to do that um, for sure. Hey, when when uh, what are you going to school for, by the way? Um, I am right now doubly majoring in elementary education and special education. So you will be a teacher? I will be a teacher. Do you think you'll be a coach as well? Oh, absolutely. That's a must. No, no doubt? Yes. Man, good for you. That's really cool, and the the best part is your age. You can change your mind, you know. You you mm-hmm. I got people my age. We can't really change it so much anymore, um, but you certainly can do that. And you know, the 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 the, the term student athlete obviously is something that that you 
um, have been for a long time, and not only in, in college but in high school. Hey, where do you think that came from, by the way, that, that, that idea that you have to be a, a, a student athlete? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I think, I mean, I've always kind of been uh, a nerd. Like, my parents always laugh at me, but um, I've just kind of always had that perfectionist, like, drive. Um, ever since I've been in grade school and it kind of just stuck with me. Um, but again, like we said, especially again with my thing that happened freshman year, um, you realize that life is just more than sports. And um, in the end, you know, basketball is going to be done in a couple of years for me. And then you have the rest of your life um, that kind of applies to that school setting. So I think just keeping that in mind, too, um, that again, life is more than sports. And putting time in in school is only going to help me in the future. Caitlin, how hard was it that year that you didn't get to play? Your 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 freshman year, um, and in, it was 2019 and 20. And w- was that the most difficult thing that in your uh, in your young life that you think you've been through? Absolutely, 100. Um, percent It's kind of funny because anything anyone who is close to me um, will tell you that I did not handle it well. Um, I kind of put on a front um, for everyone else, and they were like, man, you're so strong. Um, Yet my parents, um, my roommate, and then um, Brevin kind of got the full force of just being, like, so distraught. And I kind of felt like, again, my life had no meaning. Um, I had not a lot of motivation. I would cry a ton. So, like, 100%, that was definitely the hardest thing I had to go through so far. Yeah, I just, you know, I I think that maybe the, it was the Lord's way of saying, hey, we're going to slow you down just a minute. We're going to have you refocus, focus on me, and we'll get you back. You'll get back playing, but it's going to be a difficult journey to get back. How hard it was that physically for you to get ready to play? And once you started playing again, were you 100% sure, or were you still scared? Yeah. Um Obviously, the recovery process was, again, I think just longer than anyone expects to. You hear that six months and it doesn't sound so bad, but when you're in those, like, three to four months and you're doing the same stuff, it can get really frustrating. Um, And then on top of all of that, um, that was the COVID year. So I got through only about half of my physical therapy, and then we had to go home. Um, So I was doing all the stuff in my basement, like getting all these texts from my physical therapist. So honestly, it was definitely a journey, Um, not exactly how I would have planned it. Um, But the one nice thing was is I had the entire summer, um, basically that entire preseason, um, to kind of get back into it. I didn't have to jump right back in games. So by the time I was playing games, um, I really didn't have that fear or scared. It felt confident. So, yes, that wasn't too bad. There was no fear on March 6th against Edgewood when you – you had 20 and, you know, big game, awfully big game for you. Um, and, and it's certainly when you were at home, Fred and Deb obviously helped and they, they felt your wrath. I'm sure a little bit as well, but as parents, we, we do that. Um, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to continue our conversation with Caitlin. Again, Wisconsin Lutheran Girls Basketball Program, undefeated, playing really, really well. And I want to thank um, not only Clay Knipple, but Clint Knipple for, for reaching out and introducing me to these two really, really sharp, strong Christian student athletes from Wisconsin Lutheran College. This is Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone. A journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, again, flying solo this week, and I just want to thank 
uh, Wisconsin Lutheran and, and, and the Knipple guys that, that got me in contact with not only Sam, but with uh, our guest the last two segments. Uh, she is Caitlin Shadusky. And uh, Caitlin, you know, we've only got about five minutes, something like that. And I and I t- told you to be ready for this question. And I love finishing our show with this question. You're a multi-sport athlete, right? Um, all the way growing up, I'm sure you played a ton of sports. If I took every uniform you've ever played, you've ever worn in your entire life, and I put them in a closet, and you got to pick one uniform out, and you have one more game with that team, what uniform do you pick and who do you play against? Yes. Okay. So this is honestly a tough one because I had to think about it again after you asked me. Um, because, of course, I'd love to play the rivals Lake Mills again. Um, but I think uh, when I really thought about it, I go back to my junior year at Lakeside um, for basketball. And um, we lost to Marshall um, in the game to go to state. Oh. Um, and the cool thing, too, I was thinking is two of the players that were on that team um, play with me now at WLC, Maria and Kalise. Um, and we just had a really, really fun team. Um, and I would have really loved to win that game and go to state for basketball um, instead of just for volleyball. So I think that would be my answer. Do you know Sam's answer was this, uh, they lost to Milwaukee Academy of Science for one game going to state. And yep. for, for you too. And I think, you know, people will ask me about state championships. And I don't, I have to be honest with you, Caitlin, I don't remember too much of those games, but I remember that journey. I remember the regional finals and the sectional semis and the sectional finals and just the atmosphere of, of you know, the whole town comes and everybody's excited and the Marshall group. I'm sure that was a big crowd uh, for that game. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I, that's a great answer, by the way. I, 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 I wish I could give you that game one more time. How did you play in that game? Um, honestly, the sad thing I think is why I was so mad about it is no one really played well. I mean, I think I maybe had like six or eight points. And I mean, even the more frustrating thing is we actually beat them earlier in the season. Oh. So we definitely knew we could have done it. Just just didn't quite pull it out on that one. So Hey, um, the difference between being a senior in high school and even though you had that kind of year off and being a freshman in college, just a huge difference when you're playing against girls that are big, stronger, and faster. And and did did it take a while for it to slow down for you, or was it something that 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 started out pretty quick for you to be able to play at that level? Yeah, I think it's definitely a, a shock for everyone. Um, I guess I didn't notice it a ton, and I mean, one of the main reasons was I've always been like a huge defense girl. Um, you know, honestly, I could care less how many points I score, but if I shut another girl down, um, that makes me feel good. So I feel like I focused on my defense really that first year. Um, and even last year, and then kind of let the rest come. Um, because again, no matter how fast the girls are, I mean, as long as you're, you know, playing as hard as you can on defense, that doesn't really matter the kind of level. So, Hey, um, last question. And, and then we'll have to go the athlete Bible study. Um, that that uh, you go to and Brevin does. What about that um, for you? Uh, kind of is is important. And and what what about people getting together that are athletes on campus to discuss different things in their life and things um, that are in the Bible? What about that is is important to you? And 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 why do you enjoy it so? Yeah. Well, I think the main theme, no matter what we're talking about in that Bible study is just kind of remembering what's important. Um, again, sports is fun. Sports is our life at times. Um, but it really comes down to it. Um, spending that time, just like digging into God's word and seeing just like how awesome he is. Um, and just like really seeing other sides and it's more of a discussion based. So again, you're just seeing different people, um, talk about it and get their views. Uh, I think it's really the best way to do it. Um, especially at this time in our lives when we're all going through the same things. Is it a hard to hard to um, hard to openly invite other athletes to join you on, uh, with with this, or are you you pretty free to, to to walk around campus and say, "Hey, don't forget, um, you're invited if you want to stop by to the athlete Bible study." 
Yeah, I think that's almost what makes it easier is just making it that student-athlete Bible study. I feel like it's way easy for me to ask someone to go to that um, instead of church, just again, because it's it's more informal, um, it's maybe more applicable to their lives, um, and especially when, you're, again, you're throwing in that athlete piece, it's really easy to tell my teammates. Um, and there's always cookies, too, so that's a good, that's a good selling point, too. <laughs> especially on campus, there, that's a great selling point. Hey, thank you so much. If I get to a game, I'm going to be able, I know for a fact, I'm going to be able to pick up Mary, Sam's mom, and I'll, I'll find Fred. I'll find him. You, you let him know. I'm going to come up and go, you must be Fred, because I, I know, yeah, I hear you yelling at Caitlin out there. You leave her alone or whatever. It'll be uh, it'll be fun. Hey, you got to feel pretty good about the start of the season so far, man. You guys are playing well. Yes, it's super fun. Love the team and love the success as well. Man, good for you. Hey, Merry Christmas. Last question, your favorite uh, Christmas song, Christmas hymn in church. What's your favorite song? Oh, I was just asked this today. Um, Where Shepherds Lately Knelt. It's kind of a not-as-well-known one, but I just think it's so pretty, and I love singing it. Who asked you that? Um, well, again, we just were at a Christmas yes, service, you were. and someone asked me, oh, what's your favorite? And we actually sang it, so that well, was pretty cool. You know what? I will look that up. Caitlin, thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. And, and the fact that you know two very young student-athletes are willing to come on a secular sports station and share their faith and how important it is in their lives is very encouraging to a guy my age. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 a.m., the fan. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. Moses had stage fright And David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders Nobody would have chosen And you changed the world Well, the moral of the story is Everybody's got a purpose Okay, picture this It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.